Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 108. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. It was a busy weekend, but it was a great weekend. Lots of hanging out with company. Wife and I went on a date. That's important. And that was fun. Um, and all kinds of good stuff. So I'm trying to think of what else we had birthday parties, barbecues. It was so much fun. So, um, I'm ready to hit the ground running. This can be a busy week for me because next week I'm taking Monday and Tuesday off. So we're going to have a pre-recorded episode, but it is on Monday next Monday, but it's going to be an awesome episode. So we'll talk about that later. Um, Hey, I don't normally do this. Um, but I felt like I needed to uh, bring up last Friday's episode, episode 107 with Costin Woodhouse. Guys, if you have not watched that episode, go watch it. There's only like, you know, it's gotten less views than normal. I'm not doing this because I just want to boost views. I'm just saying like people need, you need to go watch this. Like when I heard Costin, he gave a very short snippet of this. And, and basically the meat of the it, teaching was, it was about us being new creations and what that means. And I just kept saying when I was listening to him give this little snippet on Mandy's podcast, I was like, I've never heard this type of a teaching on this. And he's just using scripture. He's, he's getting into the meat. I mean, it's meat, you guys. It's not, it's not like, you know, milk. It's, it's real substance and he gets really into scripture. Um, and so I just... I can't wait to watch that episode again. I've just been so busy, but I've had people writing me over the weekend who've seen it. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So go check it out. I put a link in the description. All you have to do is just find episode 107 with Costin Woodhouse. It looks like Karsten Woodhouse, pronounced Costin. Uh, Costin Woodhouse. Plus he's got a great Australian accent, you guys. So you get to sit there and listen to that for like an hour and a half. It's great. Um, but I can't wait to have him back. He's Mandy's husband. Um, and Wow. Uh, so yeah, guys, go check that episode out. You're going to be really blessed. Um, so yes, episode 107 with Costum Woodhouse. It's all about being a new creation in Christ. Oh, it's so good. Today's guest uh, is a returning guest and I didn't think it was that long. And then I looked and the last time she was on the show was in February. So it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Um, I'm really excited though. Uh, she's an emerging prophetic voice. Um, she is also the author of the children's book series, Ambitious Abbey. And guys, I just found out today that her new book launches today. It has launched today and it is Ambitious Abby Tries Again. They're super cute. We're going to be talking all about it and a bunch of other stuff because Abby is so, so awesome. So let's give it up for my guest today, Abby Duplago. Abby, hello. Hello, what a warm introduction, Jeff. Yeah, welcome <laughs> back you. to the show. Well, thanks for having yeah. me back. Absolutely. Abby, what's been going on in your world? You've been kind of busy. Ooh, really busy. Um, yeah. God has been blessing me with a season of just being able to serve and do different things, creative things. I was talking earlier, I'm in, I've been in a biblical play where I've been playing the Samaritan woman. Um, so that's been keeping me busy on the weekends and I've been doing all the preparation to launch my newest book, which is like Jeff said, it came out today. Woo! So, yes. oh, yeah, so, you know, and then just ministry work with my sisters in Christ, um, and rise and set ministries. So just, we keep very busy. Um, so God has blessed us with a lot of opportunities. It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So let's talk about, let's get into this. Cause I really want to promote this book because it's a great, great book for adults, but it's, you know, obviously geared towards children. Um, so great <laughs> for your, you know, nieces and nephews, your own children, your grandchildren, friends, God, God, children on and on and on and on. So this is a great, great, great yeah. book. So what, what is ambitious Abby for those who don't know, and then we'll get into this new installment. Okay. So, um, and I, earlier uh, he was talking about, I was on the show in February where I shared a testimony of my journey. Um, but God pretty much gave me this entire idea about teaching children about character building life skills. And so when we talk about the transformation that we undergo in Christ, you know, we become new creations, like you were saying, and God is so concerned about our character and how we evolve and transform. And so just looking at character education and the things that were out for children, there was a, a need and a gap in this area. And so when the Lord brought this onto my, uh, into my heart and showed me the vision for this, I realized this is something that was needed, especially in these times with different agendas that are being pushed right. and stuff. So we need, yeah. um, you know, character education at a foundational level. And so it's teaching children, regardless if they're Believers or not, it's taking uh, these foundations, these biblical principles, kingdom principles of the Lord revealing his nature and putting them into stories that are realistic fiction based on things I've actually experienced, because then you can write about what you know, right? And uh, mm -hmm. so the characters modeled off of myself and all my real life experiences. And so I've taken them and created stories where there are 10 different books and each story covers a particular character trait or value. Okay. So this one's on perseverance. Yeah. So great. And when you do write, God continues to test you in the area yeah. that you're actually sharing. I was just going right? to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's so talk about that. It has that. been a season of perseverance, I would say, for yeah. my life. And so um, it's just interesting that, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, he's had me persevere in many different ways. And so to go in and talk to children about this, it's just so important um mm -hmm. in the bible oh goodness like i have so much i want to share and hopefully yeah. we can step through it but yeah let's just let's go for it so you know you get saved and you're sometimes you don't realize how much of this process is undergoing this change and transformation like you know you think about getting saved and you're like oh yes life, life is going to be great and the bible talks about growing your faith. Like there's so many tests, trials and tribulations you undergo that completely um, build your faith and transform you into the likeness of Christ. You know, you're, you have Adam and Eve born into perfection, then sin comes in, the nature of us changes. And then it's like our whole life is stepping back into that place, you know, with him. And so it's, it's unlearning all the things that you've been taught to relearn and remodel. And that's why there's so much in your, in the Bible about transforming your mind and going through trials and suffering, because they're all producing character. If he's the, the potter and we're the clay, he's remolding us all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to continue to step through things in various degrees and uh, levels. And so, um, if we can, I just want to share a few verses. This is Please. just, and honestly, this is just coming from what God is taking me through lately. 
-hmm. and just the heart behind all of that and what he's really been stepping through and showing me. And it's just so interesting that today is the day my book releases. I had no idea today was Rosh Hashanah when when we decided on this date as the release. So I want to actually tie in what God was revealing to me with Rosh Hashanah as well. Um, Because for the last month, he's had me heavily studying Joseph. Interesting. (laughs) And and it's like, it's, it all ties together that it's just cool. And I just want to kind of walk through it and take it apart if you don't mind. Go for it. Jump on in. Romans 5, 3 through 4. And I'm going to be reading the King James, New King James Version on this one. So it says, glory and tribulations because they produce perseverance. Perseverance produces character and character produces hope. And so it's it's right there in the word that tribulation, which is like a long extended trial period of suffering or, you know, that's it's producing the perseverance. So without some kind of trial, you really can't produce perseverance. Like it says right. it right there. It's clear, right? But we hate trial. We hate suffering. We don't want to go through these things that actually are for our good, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't want to say that the message, the whole message is we're always going to suffer, you know, because there's that kind of theology yeah. out there too. Yeah. Um, but there's a guarantee but, you will experience some of it in your absolutely. life. Absolutely. Yeah. And right. so we shouldn't shy away. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, God just really showed me that like in, in what you're persevering right now, your character is being developed Yeah, and your, your character is being developed and you're, you're growing in your faith and your hope and who I am Mm -hmm. to do what, you know, I can do. So, um, go to also James one, two through four. And I have that in the new living translation. I'm going to read. One, two through four. Yes. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to read that in the NIV. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Hmm. It's actually two through four. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's even right there. Like it's testing your faith, like, and without faith, it's impossible to please God, you know, Hebrews 11, six. And so this whole journey is walking in faith. And so when you, you're going through something for an extended period of time, it's producing that faith, like it's resistance Mm -hmm. training that you would not get if you didn't have the situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, like you were saying that you're training for, is it a half marathon right now? Yeah. So God so actually has me physically training. For yeah. One. So you're yeah. literally living out like as physical as it can possibly be as an illustration. You're living that out right now of training right. to, to persevere through mm-hmm. a half marathon. Yeah. So So. he's teaching me that just by physically running. And it was like, you know, when I first started, I didn't even think I could run a mile. I'm like, I don't like to run. I actually ran 11 miles on Saturday and I'm like, who is this person? (laughs) But it just goes to show. It's ambitious Abby is who it is. It was pretty ambitious to do that. (laughs) But it just goes to show that, you know, you can continue to persist and persevere and God will give you the strength. And that's the same thing with our faith. He's going to continue to give you the strength. And so, you know, you see so many accounts. That's why I love the Bible. It's so rich. There's so many people that have went through 
extended periods of trial and testing and God rewarded their faith. You know what I mean? And so it's, you read it and you can get so much encouragement from it. And so Joseph was one that the Lord has really been speaking to me in this season. And I'll share that in a minute, but go to first Peter four twelve. There's another one that I want to read. Out of the passion in, translation. Uh, in the passion translation. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm like one of those um, Bible nerds that like have all different translations. Yeah. And I like hey, to read across. It's all, it's all just, good. You know, um, yeah. First Peter four twelve. It says, um, let's see. Where is it? Or yeah. First Peter four twelve. Sorry. I was on the wrong spot. Do you have it? You want to read it? Uh, well, um, I was on a platform. Oh, no, sorry. New Living. That's why I had it. I had the wrong one marked. I'm so sorry. New Living my, Translation. I love the New Living. Yeah. My wires crossed here. 412. Yes. Is it just 412? So it says, yeah, dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering hmm. so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it's revealed. So, so it's like, you know, there's so many and we could go through more, but there's just so many different instances where, like that. And God's just been taking me to them so that I can see like there's not a promise that you won't go through something, but yeah. it, there, it's evident through the word that you will. And so in the midst of trial, in the midst of tribulation, you can feel like, when is this ever going to end? And there's a, a weight, a W-E-I-G-H-T on the weight sometimes, you know, on the W-A-I-T. <laughs> and um, and I'm not going to lie, like literally it's been a very intense season, at least, you know, there's an area of my life that I've been barren in and that God has promised me for you know, the promise started five years ago, but he, he gave me a very specific promise like three years ago that has not come to pass. And so in this, it's just persevering through it, knowing that even I, even though there might be not be any physical evidence spiritually, he's been revealing to me to keep going. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there is a weight of on that. And, um, and it's hard because the enemy will come in in those times and make you doubt and make you, you know, did God really say kind of like back in the garden, you know what I'm saying? So yep. it's, it's a, uh, but God is so faithful to continue to give you evidence. And, and our faith journey is, you know, believing something before you can see it. And God, mm -hmm. it's, it's collecting evidence. He'll continue to give you signs and evidence. They follow yep. you around. You know what I mean? Come so on. you can continue to believe. Um, yep. But, but the promise and all the suffering, there's two verses I wanted to share with you at the end of this, at the end of enduring this, go to first Peter five, 10 in the passion. This is what happens. This is the promise. First Peter five, 10 in the passion. And then after your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace, who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Hmm. It is so good for our character and God cares more about our character than anything to be able to withstand and stand up and get underneath of what he wants to bring us into. You know, I always say like, yep. if you receive a blessing out of time, it's a curse <laughs> because it can be more of a burden than a blessing because you're not ready to handle it. Come on, preach it. And so God yeah. knows when you're ready to be able to handle something and he's so loving and he cares for us so much that he will be sure 
to prepare us for that thing, to make sure our character can handle that thing. Well, and I think too, the thing about building your character in that it character is greater than the blessing or greater than anything that God is, is wanting to do. Like he's after us. He's not like, hurry up so I can do my thing. He could do it without us. He's choosing yeah. to do it with Abby. He's choosing to do it with, with me and with, you know, whoever else. And so it's like, when you realize that you realize, Oh, God could do this without. And so he's obviously after the development of, of whatever's going on inside of here yeah. versus. And so for me, it's like a couple of things kind of go through my mind when I'm going, when I'm in the midst of a trial where I know that it's character refining, you go, okay, well, I don't want to have to do this. <laughs> I don't want to have to do this again. So God help me. Yes. Just do, help me, help me to do. Help me get what, the lesson the first time. Right. right. Like I don't like that definitely goes through my head mm -hmm. and man, there's a lot of having to die to yourself in the midst of that. Like mm -hmm. I can get that revelation in the midst of something I'm going through and go, it doesn't suddenly make it easier for me, but it makes me power through. You know, again, if you're, if you're training for a, a half marathon and that challenging yourself to go farther and farther and farther, because yeah. you know that the reward, it's going to pay off. But also in the midst of that, it's like your body is becoming acclimated to this type of activity. It's able to endure. It's able to, to persevere and go farther and farther. Um, mm -hmm. So for you, it's not like I'm going to go and I'm going to win. You know, it's like, no, I'm there's a lot more happening than just that. Amen. Um, so, yeah. And that's that, that faith walk too. It's, it's that perseverance It's pushing beyond the level. It's not that instant gratification. You receive a promise from the Lord and there is a faith journey you have mm -hmm. to take in order to receive the promise. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, it's faith to faith and strength to strength that we move, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it all ties together in this strength training in the spirit. Yeah. Even though it's uncomfortable. I mean, even when we grow our muscles or I'm pushing another mile out, it's very uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. it's so worth it in the end. And you're mm -hmm. like, thank you, Lord, that you gave me that. And he always, he always gives you the strength to endure it. Yep. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Nope. Go, no, you're good. Go for it. One more scripture, Hebrews 10 36. And this is out of the new living. Hebrews 10, 36, new living translation. Yep. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he's promised. So he, you know, you have to be patient, endure, continue with the last thing he's told you and just keep going until it changes. But, mm -hmm. you know, in that he's changing you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I think too, in the midst of whatever you're going through, not don't assume, like, don't assume, oh, I did this. So I'm done. Yeah. I, my right. mentality is I'm not moving until God says, or until I see him open a door. Um, so if it's run in circles as fast as you can until I say stop, well then, okay. You know, yeah. um, and God's not sitting there like, he's not, torturous he's not sitting there and like ha 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 look at jeff's suffering you know look at no. abby's suffering ha ha right. you know that's not how god is but there's a it, i like to think of it if you've ever worked under a personal trainer or under a coach or somebody 
who knows what you're capable of, even if you don't realize what you're capable of. And they're like, yes, this is good. Give, yes. Give me a little bit more. Give me, nope. Mm -hmm. Today you're, today you're carrying the thirties. Today you're carrying the 30 pounds. And you're like, oh, I don't want it. You're like, and they like, I know you can do it. And then you do. Right. Yeah. Push out two more reps. It's like, come on, push out two more months of waiting. Like right. it's, it's really like that in some ways. And sometimes, you know, we live in a society with technology and the fast way that we are able to garner information and yeah, instant gratification instant, yeah. that I even think it's, it's even gotten more difficult for our generation to wait on the Lord. I, oh, I mean, do you I feel agree. that? Yeah. Because, you know, because we're so used to receiving so quickly. Yeah. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Well, I mean, even just the other day, total transparency, I was sitting there having, a, I think it was yesterday morning, actually. I got up, I was having my, my time with the Lord, but my phone was right next to me. So I had people texting me and I'm like, I'll just pick it up and look at it for a second or or yeah. I I would because I knew my phone was there. I was like, oh, I'm just going to look up something really quick, you know, and it was like I was looking up a Bible thing, but then I got distracted. Yeah. And in my head, I'm going, dude, don't don't do it. Just put your phone in the other room. Get up, put your phone in the other room. I'm like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then all of a sudden I look I'm like 20 minutes later, I'm dinking around my phone, you know. So, yeah, it's like it it's it's a very real thing to get this like. We have so many things coming at us all the time. And then, yeah, information is at our fingertips whenever we want it now. And so, like, I mean, I yeah, really, really, really feel you on that one. Or like, say, say God has made you a promise in an area that, you know, you're like, don't someone take this lightly. Like, this is something I've been like really standing in faith for. And then it's all around you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God's constantly testing your heart. Like, are you going to be? cheering that person on? Are you going to be excited for them because they just received something ahead of time that you did? Like, yeah. so I feel like with social media, you're seeing that all the time. Like you have a promise to be married and then all you see is weddings, engagements, or you, you're promised to have a baby and all you're seeing is so-and-so so is pregnant now with their third kid. And I haven't even had one. Like, mm -hmm. so I think that there's, there's that too, which creates even more <laughs> tension. Totally. Warfare. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's so important in this time, guys, like really staying grounded in the word and grounded in who he is yeah. and just the faithfulness of God. And we read the word to be encouraged of his nature and his character so that when you are going through that and you are getting maybe unwarranted warfare that you are engaging in by just even opening your phone, you can be reminded like, no, this is God's nature. He's not mm -hmm. cruel. He's just producing something in me that is for my good. And he's mm -hmm. going to bring it to pass in the time that it's supposed to be, you know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And then even too, like uh, uh, the comparison thing is a dangerous, yeah. oh man, that oh, is a yes. nasty, nasty, nasty beast because you could even look at, look at someone else's life. And I mean, a lot of times in, on social media for a lot of people, it's a highlight reel of their lives. It's not even mm -hmm. like, you know, you know, you see, you know, especially somebody posts only infrequently, but every single time they post, it's something amazing that they're doing or whatever. Um, you could be like, oh man, my life doesn't look like that. I'm like, well, neither, <laughs> neither does theirs. Neither <laughs> does theirs. There's just not, right. there's, nobody's life is that perfect. Um, right. Yeah. Well, because everyone's putting their best foot forward. Right. right. Yeah. Um, 
but you don't want to say, listen, I was crying all week because I'm just like struggling, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah. no one's going to post that. And that's, that's the reality of the truth. Sometimes like mm -hmm. praise God for people that come alongside you and that pray and they can help you in those times. But yeah. it's that those things are going to happen. Yeah. And we Absolutely. are, um, you know, in denial if we don't think that we can succumb to that. Yeah. Okay, so really, uh, not really quick. I want to take some time to talk about Ambitious Abby for uh, you know a chunk of time. And how did this? Because this is your third book, correct? Your third book yes. in the series. Yes. How did how did this story come about? Okay, so and and then in, in all of this, I was talking about perseverance because the the story itself is called Ambitious Abby tries again. So mm -hmm. teaching children the importance of failing and being able to you know, persevere through something and try it again. So it, it's weird though, not weird. I mean, God gave me the 10 concepts, but I had no idea what order they were going to come out as books. And so each time I go to sit, he just gives me the next one. Awesome. And so this, this happened to come forward. And like I said, it's just interesting with the timing and then other things he's having me do. Um, and then I want to share with Joseph as well, yes. but yeah, the failing aspect of it, it's like thinking about the society we live in and everything too. Um, if we don't teach children, what happened when um, I went to do a reading, when I was sharing the last book with schools, I go around and read to schools and interact and just talk with the kids and they ask questions. And, well, I had a chill public schools too, right? Yeah. Public yeah. and private. Yeah. Awesome. It's been awesome. So reaching just so many children and um, yep. th this one child stood out to me because he says to me, have you ever made a mistake? And I'm like, Yes. Like if you only knew the amount of mistakes I've actually You're made, like, oh, you know, really? like I really would love to tell you, but you know, oh, um, but it really fueled something in me. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. This, yeah. this book on failing is going to be great because kids need to know that every single time they try something, it's not going to be that they're going to perform in the upper echelon and have the highest, you know, result. Like the way we learn in life is to make mistakes because we're on this, this yeah, discovery so path, right? Like, so, so think good. about a child that is like, I'm watching little kids and they're just learning and they're developing and they, you know, they learn by don't touch that. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? Like we are going to make mistakes through life because it, it we, hopefully we take those mistakes and we learn from them. That is being mm -hmm. productive with them. And so teaching children from the beginning, yes, you're journeying through life, but it's a productive way to make a mistake understand why and learn from it you know mm -hmm. so teaching them that so the whole um the story developed based on just a fishing adventure my, i go fishing with my dad and so you know I've, i'm not a very good fisherman i'm actually really terrible at it um but You're i probably have better so than me it's okay spending time with my dad and so um the whole story is just like abby just fails miserably like everything that could be going wrong goes wrong and so she's very devastated and just discouraged because other people there's that comparison thing that are around her they're all you know catching stuff and their their whole outcome is completely opposite of hers and so another chance to come to go fishing comes along and she has to decide like am i going to stay home and just you know avoid disappointment or am i going to confront it and persevere mm -hmm. through it and so that's that's the whole premise so it's taking a a larger idea or value and putting it into simple terms for children to understand so they can grab the concept and then just discuss it and talk it out. 
Mm. And that's so that's good. what it's about. So good. And I, I personally can really relate to kind of what you're going through right now too. And just that whole perseverance thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think even, you know, using the fishing analogy, people, it, people aren't just, I mean, you might have a, you know, a time where you go out and you're really fortunate, you know, and fish just seem to keep biting and you're like, mm-hmm. I, this is my second time fishing. Um, but a lot of it is just time invested. And so for me, it's like, I just, I've always wanted to learn how to play the drums. And so now I'm learning how to play the drums and I'm That's horrible, awesome. I'm horrible, but I'm like, <laughs> you got to start somewhere though. Right. And I, I think <laughs> this giving myself the grace to, to not be good and to get my body to learn how to, you know, do different beats and, and to, you know, different limbs to do different things. Um, the, just the the patience that comes from having you have to be patient is what I'm trying to say. Like Amen. if you if you're impatient with that, you're gonna be miserable and you're gonna quit. And right. so I think that's like I love that you're taking these biblical principles and they're universal, you know, like principles for, that right. that apply to everybody. Um mm-hmm. and that you're taking them and because you're kind of you're coming at it from more of like a um like these aren't, these aren't Christian books. I mean, obviously they are because you're, you're making them and you're injecting yeah. biblical truth in them, but you're, you're casting a wider net. And I think that's just so great. So great. Yeah. Because if, you know, how else can you touch the kids that maybe their parents don't believe, or they're not going to enter a church or they're not going to be exposed. Like there's so much, there are so many things in arts and entertainment that are, um, they're vying for our children's attention that are right. not good for them. Right. And so it's like, what else can we do to counteract that and try to infuse something that would be productive that would help them? You know what I mean? So even if it is just this simple, um, it's an outside person that's not a teacher, that's not a parent that's coming in to reinforce something like this. And it becomes pretty powerful, you know? So that's the whole um, idea behind it. And some people are like, oh, God doesn't like ambition. And, you know, I have like, but he gave me ambitious Abby. And then God's like, no, there's a good ambition. And there's a, there's a, a worldly ambition where you're just trying to attain self gain and notoriety. But this is ambition in the way of being determined to have a dream in your heart or purpose in your heart from the Lord and persevere in it. Um, try, you know what I mean? And that's the whole mm-hmm. idea behind ambitious Abby. It's like uh, being ambitious to, to take a lead take a leadership role when someone else is just standing by. So every single concept deals with being ambitious in that way, but being mm-hmm. ambitious to, to do those different mm-hmm. um, skills. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I so, absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you feel like it's been like, you've kind of, you with each of these books, you've had to kind of walk through something kind of oh, that's, yeah. Tied, tied to it's just so team. interesting so yeah because yeah, then you're just fired up when you go in there and talk you're like i'm talking i you know anyone can argue with my understanding but nobody can argue with my experience and right. i can speak from a, right. an experiential place you know um and and one of the largest ways i've ever had to persevere in my life you know i talk about faith because i'm on this whole faith journey ever since being saved and stuff but when i was in the world and i was in my um accounting career because i was mm-hmm. a public accountant for anyone that doesn't know my background um, before I, I, you know, left my career for the Lord, 
um, in a new direction he was taking me, but I had to study for the CPA exam. It is so hard. It is such a hard exam based on time constraints and the variety of the material and just the, the format and the ways that they change things throughout the test as you're you know, working your way through it. They give you a year and a half to take four different parts, right? And, a year and um, a half? And, yes. It, it, it's not, most people are working full time when they take this on, which is which was me, right? Oh, so man. a year and a half. And if you don't pass all four parts within a year and a half, you have to take all of them again. So um, <laughs> I, I, I passed them in a year and a half, but I failed two parts and I had to take them again. And I'm just saying like, that was the biggest test for me, like mentally to persevere in that way. But it was mm-hmm. like a huge reward, you know, in the career. Oh, yeah. It was just neat to know, like, yes, you can do this. But it was like my very first test. I felt perseverance where I had to really push through. Mm-hmm. And now I'm telling, like God's testing me physically with this half marathon training. And now my, mm-hmm. my friends are like, no, we're running a full. We're already, we got our endurance up for half. I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm not going to say never because I never thought I'd run a half. So if you're yeah. calling me to it, I will, you know, but yeah. when is the it. half, when is the half marathon? October 16th. Okay. So. It's going down. I know. So that's down. coming up. And then of course, spiritually persevering and, and things God has, has said and, and just waiting for that. But, mm-hmm. but so, um, Joseph, I mean, yeah. we think about Joseph, like, and, and a lot of, what God has shown me, like, like the, the calling and the different things he's given me to do it, it, it mirrors Joseph. Like it was spoken over me, um, at the beginning of, of my journey. Um, and so I feel like he's just near and dear to me when I just draw revelation from, from Joseph, you know, and the, the account of him in the Bible, but, you know, he had this dream and God showed it to him. And like, no one believed him. You know what I mean? Like he had to hold on to this and he says, he's like thrown into obscurity. God doesn't allow it to come to pass right. the whole time. He's like falsely accused, betrayed. People don't believe him. You know what I mean? So he's having to deal with all of these things and God is having to work on his, his character. Even when he starts to grow in his gifting from the Lord, pride gets a hold of him a little bit. And so he still doesn't get out of the prison, you know, like, please mm-hmm. remember me, like, you know, and um, God's like, yeah, I think we need to iron some more out of him. So like, he still allows him to stay, you know? Yeah, man. And so I'm like, oh, come on. But God does everything he tells Joseph he would do. Like he, mm-hmm. he brings it all to pass, but, but the whole journey of his, you know, 13 years in prison was, or, you know, in obscurity, I'm sorry, prison and the pit, everything he went through was to build his character. Coming back to that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance produces character. And so mm-hmm. you have to endure to be transformed and to be that new creation. And so do you know, I don't know if the audience knows this, but as I was learning, God brought this to my attention twice. And I just went and um, studied it even deeper. But Psalm 81, verses three through five, um, talks about how when Pharaoh called Joseph out of the uh, out of the prison, do you know what it was? Uh, no, I don't. Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that was my guess, but I didn't want to like spit it out and be like, yeah, wrong. It's (laughs) no, it's Rosh Hashanah. So if you read verses three through five, uh, the King James Version. It says, blow up the trumpet of the new moon in the time appointed on our solemn feast day. For this was a statute for Israel and a law of the God of Jacob. 
This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt. So I just feel like God's really been showing me. And I know that a lot of people have been in this place of perseverance. Like they've been in this time of pressing through because the Lord has told them something and they haven't seen anything. We're in a really amazing time right now. Um, and even going into 5783, which is the new Hebrew year, mm-hmm. you know, you have 80 representing pay the mouth, you know, decreeing, declaring. That's why people are, you know, speaking things. And, you know, they're so charged about that because we are in that kind of time. Um, mm-hmm. But threes, Gamel, and there's restoration and there's yep. all these promises connected to that of of new abundance and things that are happening. Um, so in that knowing that it's 5783, knowing Joseph came out of the of the um, prison on Rosh Hashanah, knowing that yeah. anyone who's been in an extended period of time that's been contending, that God has been transforming them. I'm just feeling so much in my spirit, specifically for me, that God is getting ready to move in a way that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. And you know what I'm saying? Like there's just resurrection yeah. power. His spirit is moving not by might, but by his spirit, things are getting Mm -hmm. ready to happen. And I believe that's on a personal level all the way through, you know, clear to a governmental level. I I just believe that we're getting ready to see some really amazing things. Um, And that those that God has been refining and taking through this place of transformation um, for what he's calling them into, we're going to get to see a rise in so many of God's people and positions and places where Joseph came out, but he also came up. He didn't just come out, right? He came out and was promoted up. Yeah, that's good. So I believe that even, you know, people are going to come into different positions and places and opportunities that they would never even see coming. Mm. But God has some mighty plans. And I believe that he's moving in a strategic time, an hour to do that, to reveal his glory for the harvest of souls that he's bringing in, bringing mm, forth. Yeah. I completely agree with you, Abby. I, I feel just an excitement in my spirit. Um, yeah. Like you can't I explain it. Right. Well, well, and I didn't know it wasn't until last week that I really realized like the significance of the Hebrew, this Hebrew year. Cause I, yeah. this is kind of a newer thing for me to kind of be following this stuff. Um, uh, and, but like the weeks leading up to last week when I found that out, I just, I was just really excited about what God is doing and seeing things that aren't yet on, on mm-hmm. the earth. Like I could see like God was showing me things in the spirit of um, mm-hmm. just and sometimes it's stuff. I don't quite know the words to. Um, yeah, it's so your language. It's hard to describe, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm, ex- I'm just really <laughs> excited. <laughs> but I just, yeah, and and this, like, expectant. Um, it'd yes, be like, that's I guess the word. Maybe like, like a movie that I don't know. I, I'm this might be a horrible example, but I'm just thinking like of like a real world example. Like, if you're really excited to see a movie and you've been like, all you've been hearing is good things about it. And it's amazing. And so you're like, oh, come on. Up. Here we go. Yeah. And you just can't wait. And you've got all your friends there. And you're just going to have a great time. And that build up to the movie starting. That's what I feel. is like yes. just this like really exciting thing that I know is good. 
and it is is on its way and it's just we're like right on right on the precipice you know so it's and that's encouraging to know you feel the same way because i'm like who else is feeling this because it's like i don't know how to what to do with it because it's just like yeah bubbling up and for those who aren't you know sure or aware of like the hebrew year and you know mentioning the times of the feast like god still operates on you know the hebrew calendar he operates in times and seasons that's why he always tells us you know you'll know the time and the season for things like what you're hearing help us continue to make elijah fire and the elijah fire podcast possible to get behind this ministry visit elijahfire.com slash donate now back to the show i believe there's like an anointing to understand that and so it's just really cool when you start start to tear the hebrew stuff apart because Mm -hmm. the roman catholics came in to create that gregorian calendar that kind Mm -hmm. of readjusted things that we follow you know but if you look at you know we're you know, the Jews are like God's holy people, but we were Gentiles grafted in. So yet we Uh can still partake and still enjoy and um, study and understand and celebrate the feasts and the festivals. So it's it's so dense and God has purpose behind everything he does and the Hebrew language and their, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, their number system is, it's a, it's an echo of that. Um, And so there's so much purpose behind what God speaks and then when you get into the Hebrew, it's just like, like and you tear it all apart. You're like, oh my lanta, you could just sit there for a and right. just keep studying. And you're like, oh, yeah, like it nuts. lights you up because it's so yeah, cool. it's nuts. Yeah. Um I was gonna say something about that what we were just talking about, and I can't remember, but we'll move on. Okay, so we've been talking about okay. testing and perseverance. If I remember, I remember. Uh otherwise okay. it wasn't. Holy wasn't Spirit, important. bring it back. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't hear about, you know, mistakes versus rebellion, because obviously as you persevere and as you go through trials, you're going to make mistakes. But mm-hmm. what's the difference between mistakes and rebellion? So I, I believe it would be a heart posture. It's an attitude. It's um, disobedience to God on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like when you know better and you are aware of the knowledge that he's taught, and yet you willfully decide to go against it in a continued fun. effort. No. And you're going to continue to hit a wall. And he's, you know, like, but and even in that, it's like, you're basically taking the grace of God and his, the covenant and what he's, what Jesus did. And you're just, you know, you know, you're just kind of like slapping it in the, him in the face in some manners, because it's like, you know, that God died to set you free. And yet mm-hmm. you're still willfully choosing to go in a direction. You know, he has grace and mercy for you, but to continue to be disobedient is just, I just think it's a whole nother level of, I don't even yeah. know the words. Yeah. Are, but you it, see what guys, I'm saying? It's, if you are on the, if you are teetering on the edge right now and you, there's something that you, you want and you keep telling yourself that it's what God wants, stop. Trust me. Trust me. From mm-hmm. personal experience, stop right now. It is You do not want to go through pressing through when God's not in something. It is, it is a pain. You're opening yourself up to like just a world of pain and, and problems that are of your own yeah. making. Cause see, it's yeah. one thing when you experience problems and you know, you're in the center of God's will, right? Like 
you know, okay, hey, we're going to persevere through this. God, yeah. obviously this person, this if it's a person, this person is challenging for me. And you, you knew they would be challenging for me. So right. obviously it's revealing things within in me. And if I focus, I was talking with this, um, about this with a friend of mine last night about when we focus on ourselves and what God is doing within us, it's actually going to affect that other person. Because if you focus on yourself, right, and you allow God to change you, you yeah. are going to transform into the person that God is desiring you to transform into through this process. And then that person is going to help change that other person, not your flesh. Like when your flesh gets involved and you're like, oh, this person's so annoying and they're going to change. I'm going to make them change. Uh, yeah, it just causes problems. Yeah. So. And it just highlights an area that you need to work on, right? Because right. it's about your character. God's allowing that in your realm so that right. you're maybe can be, that you can be more patient, more understanding. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. You know, God will allow trials and tests, but I think we have a tendency to blame everything on Satan. Yeah. And and like we were talking about earlier, there's different things God will allow us to endure because it's good for us. It's yeah. producing character. Uh -huh. But um, there's a there's a scripture in First Samuel fifteen twenty three that says rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, God, he. <laughs> When I knew better and like, this is before I was saved and I was walking surrendered, but like there was an area in my life where he just allowed me to continue to like hit, I would say hit, you know, hit the wall. And mm -hmm. it's just like, he'll continue to allow that until you re, you know, get back in yep. line. But there was nothing good that came from it. There was nothing good. It was mm -hmm. all other than me changing my ways or repenting and turning in a different direction. Um, but there was no life or no blessing upon. Mm -hmm my rebellion yeah. yeah yep no it's not worth it not worth it people so if you're mm -hmm. yeah just don't um and honestly too it's like anytime that anytime that we take control of a situation anytime that we try and go well i'm gonna make this happen the way i think god would want would want me to do it um i mean it just it it's never worked out for me and it's never worked out for my friends yeah mm -mm. uh, so it's just not worth it um, and I think that, um, well, I'll use Elijah fire. For example, I would have never, never Abby thought, yeah, I, I, I would be great. I would be great for something like this. I just, and wouldn't. you're awesome at it. Yeah. Well, thank you. But I, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't, it, it wasn't even on my radar, but when it presented yeah. itself because I know God's voice. Yeah. I was like, it's not my job to sit here and go, well, how does this, how does this factor in with everything else that you've told me that, that, that I'm to do and you're going to direct me to, it's not our job. It's not our job to figure that out. Our job is to be obedient and follow his voice. And <laughs> that to me is more exciting. And I think I, when I was younger, when I was like in my early twenties, that really bothered me. But I think as I get older, it actually is more exciting and there's a rest that comes over you. And I've talked to mm -hmm. a lot of people who are more advanced in their years um, and I'm, I, I, uh, who are spirit filled. Realize that that's kind of the process that you find yourself in where you just trying to figure it out. Isn't really on them anymore. They know that they have complete faith and trust in the Lord. It doesn't mean that yeah. they're not challenged at times, you know, we're human, but 
but they have a lot more faith than I had if I was measuring it to the way I was in my early just and just believe that God's going to do what he's going to do. Exactly. And it's, he's full of wonderful surprises because sometimes our minds don't even think about these things that he has planned. And the thing is, right. how much of a blessing has it been, you know what I mean, for your life to be able to, to do something you never even thought of. And mm. um, same thing with me. I never thought I would write children's books or go around and read to kids. Like that was nothing on my radar of anything. You know what I mean? And, right. and it's the biggest yeah. blessing I could ever ask for. And so I love how God surprises us in that way, but he will literally also anyone listening, like if he's telling you to do something, he'll continue to, to drive it to, I mean, he'll put it on your mind, your heart. You can't sleep. Like he will literally he's do like that. annoying to, about it. So like, you do it. <laughs> Come on, Jonah. I'm going to reroute you. Come yeah. on. You know, the prodigal child, go ahead do your thing. Mm -hmm. But you know, you're going to come back or, you know, he's like, Paul, go kill Christians, but I'm going to encounter you and you're going to get back into line. Like he makes sure that thing happens. Like his, mm -hmm. his purpose will prevail. And so I love that about, about God. So if he's putting something on your heart, he will continue to drive that home until you get positioned for that thing. Cause he's, you know, ordering yep. your steps and he's bringing things to your life that you never even thought of. Come on. So what would your, um, it just because I saw somebody in the the chat that writes books and they're like, this is the first time you're hearing about Ambitious Abby. What would be your advice? I mean, you have you have three books under your belt, three published books under your belt. Yeah. Uh, and then others in development, obviously. What would be your advice to somebody who is in that state of, of writing books? Um, yeah. So actually a question that I keep getting all the time is people are writing stuff and they're like, what do I do with this? Um, you know, as far as publishing, which is, which is awesome nowadays because you don't have to go through the traditional, um, send it in to a publishing company, have them approve it to see if they want to take it on as a book for, you know, you can do self-publishing, which is what I've been doing. Um, so there's self-publishing websites you can go to and you can get your material out that way to share with the world, which I think is amazing. Um, so that's a, something cool nowadays, but uh, illustrator seems to be a problem. So I'm writing children's books and the children's books that I'm writing are for ages K through five, K through four, like four to nine year olds. Um, but in that, um, you know, illustrating the books is sometimes a problem for people that are writing them. And for me, I don't have that gift of artistry. <laughs> so I had to get an illustrator, but I wanted to share um, with anyone that's in that process and you, God's given you an idea for a book or you've, you have a transcript already written out um, how to find an illustrator. Because yeah. it seems to be something that people are asking. And I thought I'd share that because it might be helpful. Awesome. Um, when I went about the process, I, I, um, I ended up messaging, you can go, like, I've actually never met my um, illustrator in person. So we've only just communicated online through email and through Google Drive and stuff. So you can really email or talk to any art school and see if they have opportunities that, you know, students would want to do something freelance. So what I did is I contacted the Dean of Graphic Design at the art school in Columbus, Ohio, where I was living at at the time. And so I just said, you know, I have this idea. I'm, you know, writing these books and I need an illustrator. Do you think you'd have a student that would be interested in a freelance opportunity? And he said, yes, like we have a job board. I'll give you 
um, the link to it. So I wrote a brief description of what I was doing and I posted it to see if anyone would reply. And, you know, it, it's cool to have a student too, because like they're young in their career, they have that zeal and that excitement and they're wanting to build their portfolio, you know? Right. So my, my illustrator was like, really um, amazing. And he committed to helping me with all 10 of them. Like, so, but, you know, so I ended up putting the job um, on their job board and I had five students reply. And so I, they sent me the portfolio. So if you're looking for an artist and you put something out there, they're going to have something to show, you know, their style, the way that, you know, whatever, however, they've been working on some kind of project or whatever, they'll, they'll have something for you to see as a portfolio. So mm-hmm. just, ex- just ask, you know, exchange information, have them send it and then just kind of see. But the second one out of the five, I opened up the, the portfolio and I'm like, this is exactly what God showed me, like the style. Awesome. And so I right away, you know, talked with him. And so that's how my whole illustrator developed that whole relationship developed. Um, but I've also had people reach out to me on LinkedIn wanting to work together. And so you can go on there, look up artists, freelance, um, artists, and just engage in a chat and, um, ask for their portfolio. There's also different groups on Facebook for like illustrators and authors, independent illustrators and authors. So you can go on sites like that in groups like that and, and pitch your idea and say you're looking for an illustrator. So there's different avenues. But see, when I started, I didn't know any of that. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't even know that much about hmm. how to go about finding an illustrator. So I was hoping to share that in an effort to maybe help give somebody some direction. Um, but that's what I did. Yeah, because we need more we need more people out there with kingdom principles, you know. Amen. Out out and in God's the world. God's given books to lots of people right now, right? you know. Yeah. Yes, he is. And he's doing that across I think all all mountains right now. You know, there's a lot of people who God is kindling the fire or feeding the fire of getting into government or getting into education or getting into the arts and entertainment and and media yeah. and and all of those and and or to start start you know so that families can come together like god is giving us so many so many ideas right now that are mm-hmm. completely just straight from heaven and i know and oh, i so cool. it, i think that's another reason why i feel excited because i can see a lot of that and i think that there's a lot of talk right now about like like, oh, Satan's, oh, look, at oh, it's so dark. It's so dark. Oh, look at how dark this is. And I'm like, well, yeah, but like Satan doesn't, Satan, Satan is a created being that's corrupted, obviously, but like you're dealing with the, the, the alpha and the omega, the, the right. creator of, of, of everything. And there's just no contest. So to me, it's always like looking at what Satan's doing as a response to what God is doing. Um, and yeah, Satan's got megaphones, right? He's got all these platforms, but he's, I mean, he's about, I mean, if, if Roe v. Wade is any indication, he's about ready to get dethroned from a lot of places. And so right. for me, it's this, this excitement of like this shift. Um, Come on. it doesn't mean that wickedness is going to go away. It's going to be there, but, um, but there's, there's, there's a big shift happening within the mountains and, I'm here for it, Abby. Come on. I'm here for it. This this ties into what we were saying. Let the Josephs arise, right? Come on. God has given people things to build. 
He's given people dreams that are fresh ideas from heaven. And he's giving the resources, and the provisions to people. He's been testing them in the small to ensure that they, you know, are conditioned to be able to handle the larger. And, mm-hmm. and I believe that's been a journey that he's had a lot of people on because of what he's getting ready to birth in the earth. Yep. Yeah. And I think the valuable, I think the, like a valuable thing, like a valuable takeaway to this is to not look at, because some of you know exactly what we're talking about, where you have some ideas and you're like, I don't know how this is going to happen, or you're locked into a specific thing. And God very well may be saying, hey, I want you, you're going to be doing films. I want you to get into film school and it's this film school. So that that is one variable, one possibility of many. But for some people, it could be you so focused on, I need to get into film school. Well, maybe God's not Maybe God doesn't want you to go to film school. Maybe he wants you yeah. to go work at a, a conference center. I have no idea. And, and then you're going to meet somebody working at that conference center. So for me, it's always like this whole, like, like in the karate kid, when, God, when he's doing the wax on wax off thing and, and he's oh, like, Oh, I can't believe you just mentioned that. Come on. Daniel, I gotta tell Daniel's you all, Daniel's all like frustrated. Cause like, when am I going to learn karate? I want to learn karate. Yes. And then he realizes he's like, takes away everything and then he realizes that he's got the movements down but he's so focused on i want karate the way i think i he's he's so um what's the word i'm like closed-minded in how he's he's viewing this and what god is doing in his life and some people are in the midst of of, of god full-on mr miyagiing you right now and you don't even realize it because you're so focused on I uh, know I need to be out there. You're, you like, are so speaking my language right now. Like this is crazy because as a, I, I just like, no, only the Holy spirit, because I cannot <laughs> believe you just mentioned this, this Mr. Yeah. Miyagi, because God revealed this to me, like not too long ago. Cause I'm like, Lord, you told me this dream. Cause like I told you, I'm like, Joseph, I'm in this like place of obscurity uh-huh. in this pit yeah. seemingly. I'm like, you took me out of public accounting, this like glamorous job to mm-hmm. take me over here and you show me this dream, but yet I'm just like, I feel like I'm not moving. Even though I'm moving, my perspective has has had to transform, if that makes sense. And so like in, in all of it, I've been working, um, painting commercially and residentially with my dad, uh-huh. which has been amazing. And it's been relationally awesome and stuff, yeah. but I'm like, I'm painting. <laughs> and I just felt like the Lord say, like, I'm like, I feel like I'm like wax on wax off. Like, how uh-huh. is this even productive to what I'm doing? And I'm like, the mm-hmm. Lord is like, you can't see now what I'm doing, Come but on. one day it's going to make sense. And so Come I've on. had to just continue to walk through that. And he gave me the illustration of the karate kid and I'm yeah. like, come on. And it was just like David, he was anointed to be King, but he had to go back to oh, yeah. the pasture uh-huh. and he had to tend the sheep. And so, yeah. and it was all developing in him what God wanted to develop before he was ready for the position mm-hmm. he had for so him good. that, so that good. he had, you know, created for him. So I believe yeah. that there's a lot of people and no, I know this isn't just me and you're speaking to it too. Like there's, uh-huh. there's a lot of people in this place. Oh, yeah. And so I just want to encourage anyone that it's all been for your good and God yeah. has a, he's going to move you. Yeah. All that matters. And this is, again, as I get older, this is, there's just simple things that become more paramount for me. Like things that I thought were simple, like, yeah, okay, yes, but, um, and I'm like, no, there's no, but like for me, it's this, and this would be my advice to any creative is like, don't make 
pursuing God, your priority. That should be your priority. Obviously, master your skills, like learn those things. But it's not, if God gave you a promise, it's not on you to like suddenly, okay, now you got to make all of it happen. Yeah, there will be times where God's like, Hey, I want you to run. I want you to compete in, in, uh, CrossFit competitions. Okay. Well, I'm not going to show up all flabby. Like you're going to have to, you're going to have to pick up some weights and you're going to have to start going to CrossFit. You're going to have to start getting yoked and, and working on your nutrition and all those things. Right. But yeah, it takes time, but you have the faith knowing that God is going to, God is going to be there for you in this, in this competition or whatever it is. I don't know. But, um, ultimately, Yes, at the end of the day, thought. God's the one that opens the doors. God's the one that, that provides the avenues. So yeah, it's going to require work. But as I, in my life, as I continue to just behold him, as I continue to spend time in his presence, God's the one, man, he's like, there's certain things I thought were a, a thing that I needed to heed and they melt away. And then there's other things that came, come out of left field that I'm like, whoa, what's this? This is an yeah. interesting opportunity. So, and with anything God is bringing into your life, like I know a lot of people get um, really excited when they have these encounters with God and they're growing in the gifts and stuff. And my encouragement for them is listen, it's a process you walk through with God. And it's like, you're not going to, it's like when a baby's born, no matter how much greatness is in that baby or how much potential that baby has, it still comes out of the womb crawling. I mean, it's got to crawl before it can walk, right? Yeah. It can't, it just can't come out and just start walking. Mm-hmm. There's a development and a growth phase that has to yeah. happen. And Perfect. that's with all of us, with everything in God, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and there is a process. Yeah. And we would and I be crazy feel like, to think there's not. Well, and I, I noticed this even with like, um, uh, when I worked at Trader Joe's, I would, look at my other coworkers who were millennials as well. And they were comparing their lives to 60 something year old retirees. And as a result, a lot of them were living beyond their means. And, um, and I was just like, and then they would always talk about how they had no money, but then I would look at like all the things they would do. And I'm like, I think there's this burden to like get there. And I think that's across the board with just humans. That's a destination mentality, right? But um, man, the process is like, it's all about the process. It's all about the process. If you think that it isn't, then yeah, it's not going to be, it's going to be a rocky road. We're not trying to discourage you today. We're (laughs) trying to encourage you and know that if you are in process, this is totally normal and be encouraged because there yeah. is a season for everything under heaven. And it tells mm-hmm. us that in Ecclesiastes. It's beautiful. Go back and read it. It's very mm-hmm. encouraging. That's something else that the Lord's been taking to me, taking me to lately. So, you know, there is a time for everything. Not yep. every season is permanent. Yep. Absolutely. Amen. Okay, Abby, I know you had some other stuff to talk about. I don't know if we hit everything, but I just want to make sure that you I got everything off it. your chest. Yeah, I think we got it okay. all, actually. Awesome. Okay, so Abby, how, I would love you to pray for people and then we'll talk a little bit more about the book. Okay. Oh, so Heavenly Father, we just glorify you today. We thank you, Lord, for your holy days. We thank you for this feast time right now on Rosh Hashanah. Lord, I thank you for the revelation that you're bringing forward about the time that we're in and the 
the provision, the abundance, the things that you are getting ready to do for your people. Lord, I thank you that that you do take us through a process. Lord, because we know anything that would come to our life too soon would end up hindering us rather than helping us. And so, Lord, I just want to speak to every single person that's listening to this now and on the replay, Lord, that have been in this place of obscurity. They've been through this place of just sometimes they may be even feeling like God's forgotten about them, Lord. I just pray and I just speak to the weight of the weight that they've been under. And I, Lord, I just pray that they would just feel your presence wash over them right now. They would just feel a release that they don't have to do anything but rest and receive what you're getting ready to do, Lord. I thank you for the obedient steps they've taken and that, Lord, that they can just trust and know that you are faithful to complete what you started. That, Lord, you wouldn't get their hopes up and have them believe for something just to bring them into failure, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are just renewing their faith and their strength right now as they have been persevering in faith, knowing that they will see the promise. They will um, be able to do what it is that you said that they were going to do, Lord, that every single word you've spoken will come to pass. Lord, you are not a man that you should lie and that you will do what you said you're going to do. And so, Lord, I just pray just for the stamina, the endurance, the perseverance, the faith. Lord, I just thank you for new um, eyes, fresh perspective, fresh direction, clarity over their purpose, Lord, over the direction that you're taking them. Lord, I pray even those that are on that line of rebellion, Lord, that they would just bring it back and make that repentance and that correction, Lord, to course correct their path. Lord, I also just want to pray for anyone in this time that just feels like they need to to make a, a leap of faith a direction that you're giving them, Lord, that they would just have the courage and the boldness to do what it is that you said to do, Lord, knowing that you are faithful. You have them in the palm of your hand and you're not going to drop them. Lord, we just thank you that your mercies are new every morning and that we can just have faith that you are moving, even when we don't see it, Lord, that you're making a way and that you are doing something remarkable in this time within us, through us, Lord, and all around us. And we just thank you and praise you. And we just lift this to you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Abby. So today is the day your book, your new book launches. So how can people buy it? Give them all, so, all the deets. Yeah. So I actually started an online store to sell the books. So you can buy it at ambitiousabby.com. Um, and there it's also available, uh, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Target. Uh, so you can check those locations out for it too. But if you go to my website, you can uh, put a comment in the comment box, um, and say who you want it for. Like if you want it written out to somebody like special personalized with a, um, a signature, like I can sign it. So, uh -oh. um, yeah, if you do it that way, but you can't yeah. obviously on the distributor websites. Yeah. So go to ambitiousabby.com, everybody. And there's a link in the description made it nice and easy for you in the stuff we talked about section. Um, Abby, how can people follow you as you're doing this? They can also follow ambitious Abby, can't they? Yeah. So ambitious yeah. Abby books on Instagram. I have ambitious Abby on Facebook. Um, a Deplaga on Instagram and Abby Deplaga on Facebook is those are my personal accounts. I put, you know, inspirational stuff, prophetic words, whatever God's given me. I, I kind of release a bunch of stuff through there. Um, 
And then if you are local or within a driving distance of say eight hours or less, maybe um, I am going around to schools, reading the books to kids. So if you're an educator, administrator, parent that you want to talk to a school and have me visit, um, I do go around and read to the kids and, you know, interact. I'll, I'll be going all through the fall and the spring. So, so I fun. actually went to a school, somebody watched me in February and I got an invite to a school in Northern Ohio. Oh, from it. So it was really cool. I got to meet a, a, a Elijah Fire um, you know, fellow person. So it was really fun. So anyone that wants me to come, just reach out. There's a contact form and it goes right to my email. It's on the website, ambitiousabby.com. Mm -hmm. So ambitiousabby.com slash content. There's a yeah, link in the description content. too. You can just go to ambitiousabby.com, everybody, and you can go around, but then we also made it easy for you in, <laughs> you got options. And it's Abby, A-B-B-E-Y. You know, there's different yes. spellings for Abby, so. Yeah. Um, Abby, th seriously, thank you so much. This was great, great conversation. Love, I absolutely love what you're doing um, and it's so needed and I can't wait to see even more believers out in the world doing what you're doing, so. Thanks, Jeff. Yay, Jesus. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I pray that this blessed you and brought yeah. you some clarity in a time of maybe needing some hope. Mm -hmm. And then also, you are going to be joining us on the Israel tour in April. I am. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Yes. So I'll be with you and Lauren. Meet. Yes. And people get to meet Abby, Lauren, Illumination, Michael, Mariah. Steve, you get to meet Steve, all that good stuff. We're gonna so. take on Israel together. Oh, you know it. It's gonna be epic. Have so. some wild encounters with Jesus. It'll be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so everybody, that's our show. Join us on a Wednesday. We've got um actress Taylor Dooley. She was in like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. She was Lava Girl for all those people that watched it. I was too old to watch it, but I know who she is. Um, and she's great. And so we're gonna be talking about Hollywood, about the uh, Satan's agenda towards children specifically can be a great episode. You guys tune in on Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll see you then. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.